This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 52. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I've got a question for you. Are you reacting to a lack of listings or are you executing a marketing calendar that's constantly working to win your new business? I find the top agents are planning and scheduling contact with their list via mail, SMS, email and phone. This is a proven proactive approach and one I would suggest to every agent looking to boost their numbers. Specifically, in this interview, we look at two areas of focus. One is established clients who need nurturing and care and two is new contacts. Now, there's a few reasons why this is an important interview and one that's going to give you a heap of clarity around your professional priorities right now. My guest today is Aaron Shiner, and Aaron is a partner in a thriving real estate business in Western Sydney. He also travels around Australia and New Zealand speaking with agents so he knows their pain points and he knows what makes them successful. In this interview with Aaron, you'll get some key insights into setting up your marketing plan, how often you should connect with potential clients and what to say. Aaron gives us his specific ideas about what to say on your prospecting calls and the one thing every agent should be doing when they call. Look out for that. How many listing appointments you should schedule for a week and how many buyer appointments? We get into that as well. How to execute the best just listed and just sold marketing campaigns, what you should send, when and how many. In fact, there's a heap of ready to use content and ideas in this interview and I think you're going to love it. Okay, let's do it. Well, Aaron Shiner, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, Ray. How about you? I'm very well, thanks, mate. Aaron, I wanted to catch up. You and I have been talking back and forward with our, our various interests, but I wanted to catch up specifically. You're in the field. There's a lot going on in the real estate space right now, and I guess specifically the real estate marketing space. Tell me what you're doing and how you're building your personal brand. What's going on right at the moment? Yeah, look, it is an interesting one because as I sort of speak to agents around the country and even work within my own real estate office, the number one thing for all agents is unanimous is we want more leads. We want more listings uh, so we can make more sales where a lot of focus is spent on getting the listing. I think we've all got to rewind and say before we can convert a listing, first we must attract. So, you know, as you said, about what are we doing in marketing, which is critical. And the top agents, the very best agents, have a personal marketing plan. And what does that look like? Well, it's different for everybody, but they have a prospecting plan for their farm area. They have a marketing plan uh, to their to their database. They know what they're sending. They know what they're saying, and they know exactly when they're going to be communicating, which I think is really important because my observation of the industry, and, and I've been guilty at it uh, of it at times, is um, we're a reactive-based industry where, you know, let's make some sales. Oh, hang on, we've got no listings. Let's yeah. send some stuff out, yeah. and let's let's see let's see if we can get some stuff in. Yeah. Which personally, after looking at it and sort of reviewing it and seeing what the best do, 
it's probably not the right way to go about it. When you look at companies like McDonald's, Apple, Nike, these guys don't do reactive marketing. They do purposeful, planned, premeditated marketing. And I think we should take uh, a leaf out of their book and sort of say, let's get serious about this. And we're not just real estate agents anymore, Ray, in my opinion. We're really uh, real estate marketers. Where let, let's let's take a, a serious uh, approach to it, and um, and let's yeah let's you know sort of map some of this stuff out. Well, let's yeah, I totally agree, and it's been you know it's a song that you and I've been singing for a long time now. Let's stop being agents and start being start being marketers, and and you know I'm I'm hearing from uh, people who are talking about this in the space saying. You know, even think of yourself as more like a media company with, with, uh, with all the opportunities to leverage tech technology going on out there as well. So let me just unpack what you're doing in in I want to in a couple of ways. I want to look at what you're doing to focus on or what you're focusing on to look after your current contacts, and as a separate story, what are the key things you're focusing on to attract new sellers? So let's start with. Let's start with your database. I know you've got a huge database, well over 2,500, um, that you constantly, I mean, you're, I wouldn't say manic, but you're you're completely uh, involved in looking after that database, in nurturing it. You really believe in the in the integrity of your data. What are you What are you doing? Tell me, tell me all the methods that you're you're using to reach out and connect with those people. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I'll give you the. The, the compressed version um, because it is a detailed um, beast. You know, there's within a database, you've you've got people that are transitioning through. So you've got some people coming in at the beginning of the funnel um, that have, you know, just had an appraisal done for the first time. Then you've got other people that you've sold property to and sold property for it, and they're on a different path in regards to an anniversary trail or some type of um, anniversary contact plan. So the, the basic rule across the whole board, regardless if it's a new person just coming in or somebody that's been with you for four or five years, there's some basic framework to put up, and that is to communicate with them. You know, often I hear agents say, oh, I've got this big database, and, you know, and it's a lot of puffery. Um, and I say, that's great. You know, how often are you communicating with it? And they sort of look at me like, well, what do you mean? Well, how often are you sending them letters? How often are you sending them SMSs? How often are you sending them emails? How often are you engaging them? How often are you giving them something of value? Getting on and they the say, phone. Well, yeah, getting on the phone, communicating, you know, using all the touch points available. And and a resounding amount of the time is, oh, well, we've got a big list. Like, isn't, isn't that what the database is? No, not really. A database really is only a database when you actually start to engage that list of people. Other than that, you've just got a list of names and numbers that is worthless. I would take quality over quantity any day of the week yeah. um, in regards to what you're doing. So in summary, Ray, I make it my mission that I communicate with my entire database via email once a week with all my new listings, what's going on in the marketplace, what's being sold. So it appeals to potential sellers and active buyers. So I've got over 4,300 active emails uh, on my list. Uh, and, you know, we work with around a 20 to 25% sort of open rate engagement rate uh, on that list. So certainly within the averages, not above, not below. Um, but then we look at, you know, more concentrated marketing methods, and that is what, what are we sending to our potential sellers? And, you know, how do I define a potential seller? They own a house. 
uh, in my area. I know them and I've got their details. So I want to make sure that I'm communicating with a potential seller at least two times a month external to my email. So I'm sending them direct mail letters. I'm sending them SMS templates uh, and I'm letting them know about properties that have just been sold similar to theirs. I'm letting them know about tax time and that they should be getting their financial uh, audit in check to get all the properties updated for their portfolio. Um, I'm sending people Christmas cards. I'm sending them spring campaigns. So each month, I have a registered or a, a pre-organized, uh, premeditated campaign that I'm going to run out to people. So they know exactly, uh, well, I know exactly what I'm sending and, and it's topical to the month or to where we're at, you know. Um, so that's, that, that is something, you know, not just the same old, same old, do you want yeah. a free market appraisal? So for the database, basic rule of thumb is everybody gets an email once a week. Everyone gets a direct mail letter once a month. Everybody gets at least one SMS a month. And again, the messages may change. And then from that, I will get my pieces of gold and they're the people that I'll prospect and I'll call and I'll, I will follow up to make my 30 phone calls a day. Okay. So that's, that was, I was just leading to that point and thank you. Nice segue into that. Um, so many agents that I, I hear of or, or I know of are so reluctant to pick up the phone. It's, it's, and it's probably, the number one thing that we can be doing. I mean, I know there's all this support marketing going on, but at the end of the day, the telephone was built for our industry. It's perfect. Take me through a typical call to somebody on your list. It might be somebody who you went to an appraisal, I don't know, call it a year ago. You you gave them a, an opinion of value a year ago. You've kept in touch. What would be a typical call from Aaron Shiner to that person? Yeah, cool. And I'll, I'll start by answering that with something very simple. Every call we make or I make or we all make as an agent uh, realistically should have uh, a purpose attached to it. So I don't just ring them up um, for a friendly chit-chat. You know, so it might be something like this. G'day, Ray. It's Aaron here. Uh, mate, obviously, I, I come over and updated your, your property value uh, sort of 12 months ago. Time flies. Mate, I also just wanted to let you know, I just sold a house around the corner from you. Had a really good response. It actually had about 800 views online. We had 20 inspections on it. And more importantly, we had three offers. Now, look, one of the buyers that missed out on the property has asked us to do a quick ring around to see if anybody else would be interested. I know it's a long shot, uh, but had you thought about having another update, Ray, or at least finding out what your property is worth? Or more importantly, are you, are you now thinking about selling the property? But I'm always and, – and I'm giving you the short version there, but yeah. my point is I ring with, for, with a purpose. So hey, with I, news. I, I'm re- always ringing with news. So regardless of what it is, if it's just sold or this one sold around the corner or did you see that this one was listed or ha- are you keeping an eye on you know the interest rates? The interest rates have just dropped. Or how about this? If there's an election – um, after the election, hey guys, it's back to business. You know, a lot of people were holding off before an election. Now um, it's over. Let's get back to business. You know, the sun still rises, the and the sun still sets. So there's always something, not just a friendly chit chat. You know, that's included, but also there's always a very strong purpose for the call because I think otherwise people in their internal monologue are saying, well, why are you calling me and what's this about? So I always give them a very strong, compelling reason for the call. And then you can move into that sort of friendly monologue um, dialogue, you know, at the at the end of the call. You know, how's the wife? How's the kids? How's the Reno going? Yep. But first and foremost, Ray, just want to let you know I've sold a house. You know, social proof. Uh, had some buyers miss out. Creates demand. No, it's a long shot. They're my keywords. No, it's a long shot. 
but have you thought about? Um, so that would be something uh, in, in, okay. in that sort of dialogue. Okay. So you're cutting through your 30 calls a day. You con- you're reaching out and connecting with 150 people a week. Do you do that? Do you, do you have a specific time when you block out and do that? No, it's interesting, right? I've heard all the gurus talk about ideal days and, you know, my ideal day is getting some results, um, to be honest. Um, I hear these guys go to yoga five in the morning, write cards, go to the beach, eat yogurt and muesli and, and all this, you know, I don't know, fairy land stuff. And I tried it. I've well, got mate, to be honest. You've got to say Mount Druitt's full of those guys. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've got to, I've got to say, it just wasn't my speed. Um, we're, you know, we're in a business where people walk in, um, people call, uh, and people want our attention. So, you know, for me, uh, it's very much based around results. So if you're going to talk about, you know, what's ideal, make 30 calls. I don't care if you make them in the morning or you make them in the afternoon, just as long as you make your phone calls. You know, listing appointments, well, again, I've got no real preference. I don't normally do any appointments before 10 o'clock. I like to get ready. But after that, it's sort of you know, open day um, you know, appointments. As long as this happens, right, two listing appointments, a buyer appointment and 30 calls get made, I don't really mind in what order those things happen as long as those key activities happen. That, that is what I would consider my ideal day. Two listing phone, appointments. Two listing appointments and a buyer appointment. Buyer appointment. In what order? Well, you can surprise me. Yep. But I'm not time-driven. I'm results-driven, and there's a huge distinction between those two. Yeah, okay, interesting. All right, well, let's go to the second part of that question that, that I just asked before. Help me unpack that. What are you focusing on right now to attract new sellers? Because, you know, my theory, somebody woke up in your neighbourhood this morning and is mm. thinking of selling if they don't call you can only be because they don't know you. That person that you reach out and connect with today might be a listing presentation for you this time next week or this time next year. You don't know. What are you doing to connect with those people? Great, great. And that's a really good question. So, yeah, we're talking about marketing and how to get more leads. So for me, first thing is, is an absolute assault on my uh, BDA um, or my farm area, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Uh, yep. So fundamentally, every listing um, – that I get is a thousand just listed brochures go out. Um, when that property uh, then sells, a thousand just solds go out, uh, and then a little handwritten note to complement the woods uh, the, the sold. So my sold is a very high end um, results based um, flyer, but then I also have a little handwritten note on it with comp slip um, that just says, "Hey, I had some buyers that missed out on this house." And you know they're they, they're looking to purchase in your area. If you're giving it a thought, give me a call. So a thousand just listers go out, a thousand just solds go out with a thousand handwritten notes. After that, an appraisal push letter goes out saying I'm doing updates in your street at this time and at this day. Um, I also then each week, uh, every second week, I letterbox drop to my farm area, either be infographics on stats about uh, my results, uh, my property snapshot reports. Uh, my active agent reports, my tax time letters, all my different marketing templates. And, you know, the upside is I've got over 90 high-end marketing templates that I can choose from at, at a click of a button, uh, generate them, print them, and uh, get them to the marketplace. You're talking about print-ready ads? I am, yep. uh, print-ready ads. So okay. pretty much, you know, um, combination of between my marketing and your marketing um, and uh you know, people can access that and edit the stuff and put their details in. You know, no more way. You know, mucking around with word documents or sending things off to graphic designers. These are ninety 
pre, you know, battle tested, um, you know, marketing templates that okay. agents can use at a click of a button. And these things are tested and converting um, with over 350 agents across Australia currently using them um, from, you know, uh, Australia to also in New Zealand. My point is 90 templates saves every agent using them a lot of time. People don't have to worry about what am I sending now. You know, they get in there and we're talking about how to generate leads, so let's not lose track. But you go in there at the start of every month and you say, right, what am I going to send to my marketplace this month? Pick the pick the, the templates that resonate most with you and, you know, print them off, send them to your printer or print them in-house and start delivering them to your farm area. So in in essence, right, minimum contact with my farm area is twice a month. Right. And then obviously ju- regarding, you know, different campaigns and then lay it on top of that, just listeds, just solds um, as well. So a minimum of a 1,000. Okay. Well, I'm going to put some of these samples in the show notes. If you'd like to check out the, the templates, all you need to do is go to printreadyads.com. Uh, and this is a project that Aaron and I have been working on for quite some time. And it came about... Uh, out of frustration, like a lot of good ideas. Uh, Aaron and I came up with all these good marketing ideas. We'd go to a graphic designer, drop four or 500 bucks, test them. Sometimes they'd crash and burn. Sometimes they'd be awesome. Uh, In any case, we had the artwork uh, and we wanted to share it with our best agents members. The issue was that with a basic word doc, you're really limited on what you can do. Uh, We don't want real estate people becoming graphic designers. We want them to be uh, if we're coaching them and mentoring them and working with them, Aaron and I want them to be uh, on the phone and doing those things that Aaron was just discussing. So uh, working with our with our web team and our developers and some very clever people, we came up with a format where you can customise all of these things. And if you're a Best Agents member, you can do it all for free. So um, that's a little bit more about that. And if you want to check that out, you can check it out at printreadyads.com. So Aaron, tell me... Um, Maybe what we could do here, what I'm, what I'm interested in is the, is the plan perhaps that, that you spread. Do you do it over, do you do it quarterly? Do you, do you do it monthly? And could we get a copy of your plan to have maybe as a download from the site so people can see it, just, just a point form of, of the items that you do? Yeah, that's no problem. So, yes, the answer is um, like McDonald's, uh, like Nike, like Apple, all these bigger brands, I, my 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 marketing and prospecting plan to my farm area is already predetermined and is preset. So I am happy to share what my schedule or my plan looks like. Um, I will list the ones that I'm sending: okay. um, January, February, March, April, May to December, um, and then anybody uh, can you know compare to what I'm sending to, and they can see the preview um, of that on print ready ads. You know, the best part about it is I don't have to worry about coming up with any more concepts 90 templates are in there i grab the one i want it takes me literally a minute to 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 get the template ready for me merge with all my customized with all my details super easy to use and then i'm firing it out so i can spend time generating leads not time with as you said graphic designers like i know between what we've spent i've spent over seventy thousand dollars on graphic design um and and my point is that's got to be able to be reused over and over not Every time you go back, they charge you for it like they typically do. So for me, um, yeah, Print Ready Ads is one of the tools that I use most in my business every day. So happy to include what I send each month. Um, everybody can check out and compare. So that's you know one thing that I do you know for my farm area. 
Um, and then that also crosses over to my database. So when I set, talk about sending a, a hard piece of mail to my database a month, I'm also getting a template from Print Ready Ads um, that I'm also sending off. They might be the same template in some months. Sometimes it's different just depending on, on what the campaigns look like and cross over. But um, any piece of marketing that leaves my office comes from Print Ready Ads. It's as simple as that, 90 high-end um, battle-tested, you know, um, templates to choose from. So I don't try and reinvent the wheel every day. I just go there, plug in the details, generate the PDF, send it. It's as simple as that. Okay. One of the things that I would like to showcase is that uh, I think it's the street and time letter. It's, uh, uh, I think you've, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you said it's one of your most successful pieces uh, where you've got, where you've actually got the street sign. You can customise it to your street or your suburb. Is that the one? Yeah, that's it. That's one of them. Uh, that goes out typically in January. So that's a January letter. And then I've got a, a, a tax time one, which is very similar, that goes out in June. Yeah, cool. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to post all of those to the show notes. So if you're listening to this episode and you don't need to write anything down, all you need to do is to go to topagentsplaybook.com and you'll be able to find it all there. Aaron, want to finish up. Um, last month, it's all it's all been a bit of a blur the last month. We uh, we connected at, at ARIC, um, locked on the, the, four, uh, the four partners, you, myself, uh, Ian and Luke. We had a great time uh, uh, two days at ARIC. Uh, we were one of the busiest stands. I was I was really pumped to see there was so much uh, inquiry about all the things that we mm. were doing. Um, you have been a big part of of driving this software uh, because you are a real estate agent in the field. Tell me about just two or three things of of locked on that that you really like because I get this question a lot from people that listen to this show. You know what's so good about it? Why should they consider switching over? What are some of the things specifically uh, that, that you like about about this software? Yeah, right. Well, let's let's just strip it back, right? Let's just let's take locked on out of it and just look at software in general. Um, the first thing um, any piece of software in our industry needs to um, do or serve a function for is it's got to be easy to use. That's number one, right? Because what okay. we know is if it's not easy to use, uh, it doesn't matter what functions it has; they're not going to get used. So that's that's number one. And number two, for me, is the you know the ability to engage new customers, um, the ability to track, monitor, but most importantly, engage new customers. Having reports in CRM is one thing. Being actually able to utilize that information to convert uh, a prospective customer into a client is is imperative. So, you know. My people always say to me, well, why should I switch to Locked On? And I look at them and I say, well, you don't have to. Like, I'm not here to sell it to you. Um, I always say, if you like what, what you're using, stay with it. Stick why would you it. change? Yep. Stick with it. Um, but if, you, if your software isn't easy to use and doesn't have, you know, those, those front-end um, functions that help you secure the listings, you know, they're built by what I call a computer nerd and they're great at reporting but very poor at engaging – well, it's probably time to, to look um, at something different. And if lockdowns on your shopping list, so be it. If it's not, that's cool too. Um, but, you know, you've got to be able to use it. Um, where we are today, modern technology is everywhere. We've really got to be able to embrace it. But easy to use, key, number one, um, able to offer some really high-end front-end features to, you know, convert prospective clients to, to, to you know, real clients is, is number two. 
And above all, you've got to like the team you're working with. You know, what's the support like? Because I've been with software companies in the past and their support just, you know, makes you tear your hair out and bang your head against the wall where you want to be able to pick up a phone and ask a question. You know, that's what I think in regards to what what good software it should be. You get help when you need it. It's easy to use and it's fun and intuitive. That would probably be my 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 basic overview answers, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. I I uh, I wasn't sure what you'd say. I I get so much positive feedback on locked on, uh, but at the same time, like the point Aaron made, uh, if you're if you're using software and you love it, uh, make it work for you. Leverage the technology because. Um, you know, it's it's your best friend and it's out there working for you. It should mm. be working just as hard as you are. Want to finish up, mate, with with one final question. Uh, invariably, uh, when I'm speaking with with real, you know, with top agents, people are always uh, interested to hear how they manage their time. Uh, you're a pre- you're a pretty busy guy. I look at you. You've got four jobs. Uh, you travel around Australia speaking. I think this week you've been to WA. Um, yep. So your crazy schedule. Uh, um, you're a, a partner with me at Best Agents. You're a partner with yep. me at, at Locked On. Plus, you're also a director in a in a fairly major real estate company. Um, how do you manage your time? How do you do all these things? Yeah, it's funny you say that. Yeah, you know, and, and this uh, have is, you got a is, twin? Well, I, I wish I did. Yesterday, I uh, I caught up on <laughs> after doing a couple of coaching sessions in WA with you know with, with some really high end officers. It was great to get back on the ground and catch up. But you know, realistically, like everything, and apply this to real estate and everything we do in life. The key to success in business is uh, have really good people that around you that support you. You bring certain strengths; they bring certain strengths. It's like working with a PA in a real estate office. You do your to-dos, they do your to-don'ts. Um, so what I mean by that is in yeah. real estate, uh, even now in all our ventures we do, from locked on, we've got different people with different skill sets, and I think that is the key. Um, and, and, and apply that to real estate. You might be great at listing and selling but not great at admin. Get somebody to help you so you can do more of the stuff that you're good at. You can get in front of more customers do more presentations, uh, work with more buyers and let somebody else do um, your admin work. And I know a lot of agents uh, are control freaks, but I heard a very good quote from John McGrath years ago. He said, look, he said, you've got to be able to, to let it go. You've got to be able to outsource it. And even if someone does it 90% as good as you can do it, that's probably going to be good enough. Yeah. Um, but don't let – don't let um, you know your your hundred percent ambition sort of get in the way of allowing you to do more stuff, and you know don't be afraid to sort of leverage it. So, to answer your question, Ray, I've got a lot of faith in the people I'm in business with, including yourself, um, and we all bring something different to the table um, at different points in time. So that's probably the biggest thing when you talk about how do you leverage any any result. Get people that are better than you at certain jobs and uh, and complement each other. Well, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty good answer, I think. But um, I I still don't know how you do it. Um, I, I guess one of the thing one of the things is probably a, a lot of the time, and this is where real estate people struggle from time to time, is they're not really sure what to do next. You've pretty, you've got a pretty good radar for knowing you know the difference between what's important and what's urgent. Mm, yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? It's it's a really really cool distinction that you that you just said, Ray. Urgent does not equal important. No. And and you've really got to differentiate between the two where a lot of people spend a lot of time focused on the things that are urgent, but 
aren't doing the things that are important, but they get those two things mixed up. Um, urgent does not equal important. Please remember that because, um, you know, the urgent stuff you can hire somebody to do, you know, pets, buildings, valuations, second inspections, final inspections, the urgent stuff. The important stuff is making 30 connections a day, building a marketing plan, building a prospecting plan. You know, one of the things that was important but wasn't urgent, Ray, was around uh, a book that you went and, and authored and I, I ghost wrote for me, yeah. which is called The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide, right? So that was something important and, you know, and, and I may be getting off topic a little bit, but, you know, it's such an important part of my business now um, when we talk about, you know, if it was urgent, or if it was if it was urgent, it probably wouldn't have got done in the sense because this thing, you know, was a labour of love. You wrote a book, put my name on the front cover, and I've authored this book, and I get to offer that to my appraisals that I go out to, my past appraisals. I get to use it as a lead generator. Now that's something very important in my business, but it wasn't urgent. But no. I'm glad it's there uh, because it helps me convert listings. It helps me make sales. But again, my point for it is, if it, it, it was important in my business, but it wasn't urgent, so. Yeah. There's a big, you know, big difference between those two things. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And if if you had to sit down and write something like that, it, I mean, it's going to take a long time. So uh, I, you know, I like to write. It's something that I, I enjoy doing. And if you want to learn more about uh, the book Aaron's talking about, I'll I'll stick a copy of that on the on the show notes as well. Um, mate, it's been terrific to catch up. I know you're a busy guy. I'm going to let you go. Uh, it's been terrific. Let's do this again. All right, sounds great, Ray. Thanks very much, mate. You have a great day. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Aaron. Full disclosure, Aaron and I run Best Agents. Best Agents is a postcode exclusive personal marketing system for real estate professionals. We provide software, systems, lead generating concepts, and support. A Best Agents membership package includes full access to more than 90 proven marketing pieces over at printreadyads.com, a lead generating website, and a personal profile website, plus a heap of dedicated training and coaching tools to help you grow your personal brand and your business. Our focus is on working with Best Agents members to help them create and maintain more quality relationships with potential clients. You can discover more at bestagentshq.com but you can find all the links from this episode in the show notes at topagentsplaybook.com. Until next time, dream big and take names.